day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 20 of Shop Talk, guys. I'm one of your hosts, Carrie, and since Jennifer's out on vacation this week, I am joined by Nikki. I'm back. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Um, it's Captain Zoe Anderson Appreciation Week, so today we're covering season one, episode eight, titled Time of Death. Since Captain Anderson was like a huge help to John Nolan in his first officer-involved shooting. So before we jump into the episode, we've got a little bit of news to share. As you guys know, the rookie, um, their Twitter and Instagram page dropped a teaser trailer on August 26th, which was officially like one month until the season four premiere, which is exciting. Um, We didn't see anything new, but it promises to be like an intense premiere since their little tagline is, where is Lopez? Um, showed Angela in her, it wasn't her wedding dress, but like that, you know, that like sparkly number that she's wearing in the reception. Um, With Wesley looking worried, like obviously the masked uh, assailant, and then of course John's holding the bracelet in the background, because you can't have anything without John Nolan being like at the center of it, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah so that's we didn't see anything new but hopefully hopefully I don't know about you Nikki but I'm crossing my fingers for the promo to drop soon yes I ho- I'm hoping it's this week because we need it desperately <laughs> we really do yeah and hopefully with something uh some new content that we haven't seen before I'm okay with it just being like shots of them in their police uniforms yeah nothing it doesn't even have to be anything that's really giving anything away right. I just want to see their faces again <laughs> right no me too I totally agree and maybe see- just get a little spotting of Jackson because <laughs> we've I all been know. worried I know oh my goodness yeah no for sure um and then if you guys are on Twitter like we are then y'all know that Eric is still doing cameos um we just love how he's like so dedicated to them and he like personalizes every single one of them and Nikki you actually got one recently from the Chenford King himself uh did you want to share a little bit yeah um I was so happy to do it finally I waited for a little while and then I was like, you know what? I cannot um, hold back anymore. I need to just do it already. Because he was giving out such good content. I'm like, how can I not? How can I not? And right. donating to a gr- really good charity because I love dogs um, really helped solidify that decision. So basically in my cameo, um, in the beginning, I really wanted him, when I did the request, I asked him to talk about like what he wants to see from Tim's development, like for the new season or any type of um, Tim content we can get. And this man, he gave the goods. Um, First of all, he gave the goods for Chenford, talking about how Tim is gonna start, his walls are gonna start coming down. It was like music to my ears. He's talked a lot about it, like all the little crumbs we're gonna be getting, little by little, because they're only in the beginning filming the first half of the season so far. So he keeps saying crumbs. I don't know, guys, after the winter finale, we might have more than (laughs) the way he's making it sound, even though it's supposed to be slow burn. 
Yeah. Um, and he did give me a little spoiler for season four. Uh, unfortunately, I cannot share it because the man himself asked if I can keep it down low and off the internet, but you guys are going to be super excited because it um, is going to dive into Tim's backstory a little bit. Um, so make sure you tune in to find out what it is. And uh, I'll be very happy once I'm able to talk about it. Because <laughs> Carrie say. and I um, have a lot of ideas. We went on a complete spot. <laughs> did. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. I don't know how I could forget. But yeah, no, like he just, I don't know. I mean, because Eric's been dropping like hints like here and there about like Tim's development and like obviously you know he's like already gonna be a sergeant um so that's really exciting he just cracks me up that he just like rolls with that now he's like I've already I've already revealed it it's fine moving on <laughs> um and yeah he's he spoiled quite a few things yeah <laughs> by, accident. by accident like by pure accident <laughs> um he had mentioned that like he might need some help with his sergeant duties like down the line and so I mean maybe Chen will be you know, partnering back up with him, that would be fun. I just want to see, I just want to see the, like, the moment, I know I tweeted about it, like, her moment from 2.13, I think, when she was, like, congratulations, Sergeant Bradford, when he first got the, like, you know, little notice about it, like, that's what I want, like, that's what I need, um, that would be, like, one. I just can't wait for the moment that he's standing up at that podium, and we see Lucy just, sitting there with the biggest smile on her face because you know that girl is going to be so proud of him and she's not going to be able to hide it right no for sure um and then Eric did a different cameo where he was asked about like the idea of like Bradford's dream date and he cracks me up because like isn't he a fan of like the rant like the LA Rams I'm pretty like, sure yeah I'm pretty sure he is yeah so like obviously that'd be fun for him but then obviously like we saw that season two episode with Tim um in the like in his Rams jersey and whatnot um and so his like idea is like that it'd be at a Rams game maybe with Lucy Chen <laughs> and he's just so coy about it it cracks me up like but I mean, yeah, we would love to see it. Sure. Okay, I my memory is um a little foggy at this. When he did the coaching with Jackson, was that also for the Rams? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was his. Like it was Tim and Jackson were doing that while, like yeah, because he and Nyla um did that coin, like coin, that not, coin game. I don't even know what you would call not, that. It's not a toss. <laughs> was a coin push I don't know <laughs> on the table and like yeah and so um yeah they got the football um thing which included the coaching yeah so it was like a football like football camp kind of thing I, I mean this date would really bring everything full circle and I know I've talked about it on Twitter endless amount of times how much I would love to see them at a football game or to see um Lucy wearing a football jersey with Bradford on the back Please, um, cheering so him cute. on while he's coaching so, so like future Tenford yeah rookie writers get on it yeah we're waiting oh yeah definitely we, we saw some um from today that were kind of hilarious the first one 
is him talking about Officer Zaddy and how he has to get used to hearing that and saying that. And I'm like, sir, can I get that as the ringtone right. of him just saying Officer Zaddy? It is now a staple in the fandom. It is not going away. I'm sorry. We love you, but it is now permanent. <laughs> right. It is permanent. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then to jump over to Chenford, because he's always given us the goods for Chenford content and these cameos. Oh. The one, so there is a girl named Ricarda. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Um, in the fandom, who asked, I can't remember what the question was, but somehow it became about um, how he loves the slow burn, which we all do. But we also love getting those bigger moments here and there. Um, and he would love something for them where it's cute, a little awkward, a little uncomfortable for the both of them. <laughs> and his brilliant idea was that they go undercover, which we've all been dying for. Yeah. Like, we keep saying now that that's Lucy's calling, that um, right. the writers need to give us give us the goods there and his idea (laughs) was that they work a prostitution (laughs) now can you imagine tim as like a pimp (laughs) i wasn't even thinking that oh god (laughs) that lucy's lucy's pimp like i i think i would lose my mind And here I am thinking that he'd be like one of the, you know, like I they're called Johns, but you know what I mean? Like one of the people <laughs> yeah. that like I mean he could also be a John. Yeah. Um, I would for undercover for me, outside of the prostitution ring, for them, I would love if they were to do something like they did for Elliot and Olivia back in earlier seasons of um law and order where she she comes like he comes in as a boyfriend or she comes in as a girlfriend Uh kissing on each other (laughs) all over each other i would want it and i want it now (laughs) yeah i mean like i would even then no go on go on like, I wouldn't mind, like, okay, not that, oh my god, this is going to sound terrible, but just, like, I wouldn't mind if they got into, like, a little bit of, like, a, you know, like, risque situation, though, because it's, like, it'd be completely different territory for the both, of, like, their characters, you know what I mean? Like, so it would just be, like, this whole new, like, level of, I don't know, because, like, you know, Lucy hasn't, like, experienced something like that, and then, like, Tim obviously isn't, like, he doesn't go undercover, like, I mean, hell, even Nolan's done more undercover than Tim than Tim yeah like presumably if you just go off of the show um, can you imagine Nyla Nyla trying to give Tim like a crash course like that alone would also be hilarious he's like I'm not doing that and she's like you gotta do it I'm not doing it you gotta do it and then they like five seconds later they skip to the next scene he's doing it (laughs) yeah with like this just dejected look of like okay I I give up like it's fine yeah but like 
I just feel like it would be a whole different like level for them I don't know maybe it's just because I want to see like I want to see the cast like in like I don't know just some like outrageous like outfits or like just very like glamorous like looks or something like they could be can they be like a a high like class power couple or something like going undercover that'd be fun I would love that because they look so good in in season three finale in the wedding attire Mm -hmm. I feel like we need more of that yeah that would be so fun maybe Lucy ripping off Tim's suit I wouldn't be opposed to that either (laughs) probably yeah I feel like we're veering into like fanfic territory now Uh, that's okay Eric Winter he was in the fanfiction group today everybody was like what fanfiction did you read that's true I was just gonna say I was like it kind of sounded like he pulled that out of like the fanfic or something I I was like you are deep diving into the Twitter fandom because he probably sees all our fairies all our craziness apparently I oh my god yeah he just stays doing the absolute most and like we adore him for it so thank you Eric our number one ride or die yep never lets us down legit (laughs) so good um and so they also might be doing a Halloween episode this season um we got well I got that info from it's at Vaughn Elrish on Twitter. Um, she, and they got the information from, it's like a set or prop person on the rookie. It's like at uh, CLE underscore Shay on Instagram. We posted like a reel of it. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be like Halloween or if it's going to be like fall because obviously we can't do like winter in I mean you can do winter in LA it's just not going to be like winter you know on the east coast winter with yeah with snow and everything yeah yeah unless LA suddenly gets hit with like a freak snowstorm Mm -hmm. that would be that would be interesting if that were to happen Mm -hmm. I think um the pictures that she posted like from the behind the scenes did have like pumpkins in the roll call room Mm -hmm. so I'm hoping it's more Halloween based than fall based yeah since we haven't really gotten an episode like that from the show yet Mm -hmm. yeah that would be fun to see for sure I was curious to see um if they would ever give us like them in costume, like at the end of the episode, like at a Ooh, Halloween party, I, I know a lot of people because like no one could throw a Halloween costume party. Yeah, in his big ass nice house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's always so empty, but just yep. him in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I could see it. I could see it for sure, because it would be like a way to like bring. I mean, like, obviously, like, since, you know, Jenna Dewan's character, Bailey, is, like, gonna be around in season four, like, if, you know, she sticks around a little bit longer, she could, like, you know, be Nolan's date to that party, like, I don't know, just, you know, mm-hmm. all the, all the, like, couples costume possibilities are endless, oh my God. really. Lucy forcing Tim into a cus- couple costume. And they're, like, not even dating, but he would just be, like, fine. She'd probably, though, no, like, see, this is what I can picture happening, is she would, like, steal Kojo and be, like, okay, we're gonna, like, you know, I'm gonna take him and we're gonna, you know, dress up, and he's, like, no. (laughs) Like, heck no. 
that's not happening he's staying home with me yeah mm-hmm. and Lucy's being like you're not even gonna hand out candy mm-hmm. and he's like so what <laughs> But my ideal situation that would only happen in fan fiction would definitely be for Lucy and Tamara to go to Tim's house to hand out candy and make sure that they're all dressed up in like a little family costume, like matching costumes, including Kojo. Oh my God. That would be so cute. To hand out candy. That would be so cute. They don't even give him an option. (laughs) (laughs) They just show up on his doorstep. Mm-hmm. Yep. after the season three finale i am dying for tamara and T- tim scenes really yeah. i am mm-hmm. after she came what did she i forgot what she came up to him for but she was basically like um she was, was like a badge badge and yeah. something out like and he was just like why do you need my badge and she like didn't even answer him she just like gave him a look and was like can, can i have it like <laughs> like give it to me dad yeah don't ask questions yeah it was so oh my god yeah i'm gonna have uh be wrapped around two women's fingers at this Uh point (laughs) yeah three if we include angela yeah oh my gosh yeah their friendship is so like it's so good like i Uh, yeah so good and we see it some in like this season one episode that we're talking about i know i love that so yeah (laughs) They're so snarky to each other in it. Uh-huh. I was like, this is just totally all them. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then our last little bit, um, obviously, you guys know Eric and Rosalind have a new episode of their podcast. Uh, he said Adiho is out today, which is Monday when we're recording this. Uh, and then Rosalind's new show, Fantasy Island, airs new episodes on Tuesday. And Eric's is coming up pretty soon, in a couple weeks, I think. Um, yeah, so it'll be exciting to see him in that role. I know, it's just nice to see them um, get to be reunited again. Yeah, oh my gosh, they seem to have, like, so much fun together when they're working and just doing everything, like. Just existing. <laughs> yeah, they just, oh my gosh, yeah, no, I could go on and on. They're just, like, marriage goals, couple goals, like, everything about them and their life and their family just love it love that was really a match made in heaven Uh (laughs) like they couldn't have found someone better for each other (laughs) right which absolutely cracks me up because on their podcast it's obviously about like they are complete opposites but they still managed to make it work like it's so great to like they're like I don't know if yeah I don't know if anybody caught today's episode from them but even the sneak peek that um, Rosalind posted on her Twitter mm-hmm. had me in shambles. Yeah. Had me in shambles where they were talking about how, um, when to have the sex talk with their daughter. <laughs> and Eric was like, I'm very uncomfortable right now. And yeah. Rosalind's like, well, you know, when she has her period, everything changes. And he's like, no, now she's going to come sit next to me and we have to talk about this. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, because well, that's gonna happen. Like, yeah, sooner rather than later. Yeah, because obviously, yeah, their daughter's um, quite a few years older than her uh, younger brother. So yeah, so yeah, yeah if just you guys need a really, mm-hmm, if you really need a good laugh, that's the place to find it. Like, really. they always have really good content. <laughs> like legit, it's so good, so so good. 
Yeah. Um, but we will dive into this episode now. Um, just like a quick little summary of it. Um, John Nolan and his T.O. Talia Bishop are responding to a call. It originally looks like a robbery. Um, Things end with a shooting, though. And so we have Captain Anderson and Sergeant Gray are helping him deal with that. Lucy and Jackson are trying their best to, like, help out John, even if things get, like, a little more complicated along the way for them. And then this was their season one, like, winter finale. Uh, so that's why there's the lovely to be continued at the end if you guys actually, like, watch this episode again or something. Yeah. They love a good cliffhanger. They really do. (laughs) They really do. And I, like, I ended up, my Hulu was like, you want to watch, you know, episode nine? I'm like, sure. I'm not doing it. I kept watching the episodes, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I love season, I love season nine. Wow, I wish. Um, season one, episode nine. That's like one of my favorite episodes. And I was just like, why do we not talk about this one more? Like that episode deserves to be appreciated more because it's so like action packed. But anyway, I digress. We're talking about the episode before that. So, um, which was also very intense for like a season one finale. Cause like if I had not known what was to come like they left it off with a very much like you don't know what happened and to who in this episode so yeah but we chose it for um Captain Anderson because she helps Nolan quite a bit throughout this whole ordeal and like honestly as I was taking notes for this episode like she helps or not helps but like she's involved in like almost like every character's like situation within this episode in some way even if it's just like a simple conversation with them so I feel like it was a good episode for her I do we had some strong moments for her in this yeah and honestly it's better than us talking about the the episode that she died in because I would be sobbing the entire time. Me too. Me too. It's the one it's the one death that I'm not over in the show. It haunts me to this day. Yeah, it was yeah. It was just not expected. Like I I remember just watching for this first time. I'm like, oh my God, she's first I thought she was gonna drown because of <laughs> she was handcuffed to the thing and then she gets out and I'm like, oh my God, yes, yes, like everything's working out for her and then mm-hmm. she gets yeah. shot and, and then- that haunting like fade away into the pool Mm -hmm. yeah Mercedes did that so well like I could not she just like so hesitate to say gracefully because I don't know (laughs) if you can gracefully like die Die. but just like like it was just such a smooth like fall into the water oh god oh my god and this like the haunting stare from her before (sighs) her like neck falls back oh my god yeah. The trauma. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, but, uh, yeah, we digress a little bit. I feel like we're going to get into our feelings. I we know. Do. We lost so many good people season one. Her, Talia. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed I, seeing, I always enjoy, like, going back and watching season one, because then I can see Talia, and, like, I kind of forget, like, how 
just like fun her character was and like I kind of wish we would have gotten to see more like centralized moments and we got um we got really lucky this season where we had like the rookie video of when they were um finishing and she popped up in it Mm -hmm. um captain so I hope like in the future we could still get glimpses of her and stuff like that I don't even care if it's an old news recording with her talking about a case Mm -hmm. just keep bringing her back flashbacks anything Definitely. definitely Um, yeah, and so the, one of the first things that I wanted to mention was that Captain Anderson was the one that told Talia that she got the tap for a detective, which was, like, exciting for her, um, and I'll get into that a little bit more later, um, but we also see Zoe assisting Nolan with the officer-involved shooting that happens, um, she was the one that had asked who he wanted for his companion officer. Um, and Nolan responded that he wanted uh, Sergeant Gray. Um, and I mean, I also enjoyed seeing Nolan interact with Sergeant Gray more in this episode too, even though it was under like kind of, you know, dire or like, you know, negative circumstances. Um, but Captain Anderson also helped Nolan, like, when he came into her office, he asked if he could see the body cam footage from, um, the shooting that took place. Zoe told him that he has a right to see it, but she also told him that it's, like, she's been where he is. It was an alley instead of a bedroom, a rapist instead of a robber, but it's still the same. He under, or she understands that he, like, wants answers, but it, like, can be a lot for, like, a rookie to look at their body cam footage. It can be, like, traumatizing. Um, but Nolan still insists, um, which, honestly, I was kind of, I mean, I guess not surprised, but just because it is, like, a lot, and I feel like he's always so, like, optimistic and very, like, wants to think positively about everything, but I think he just really needed to come to terms with it, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, because he spent a lot of the episode kind of in shock. Mm-hmm. Just moving through the motion and not really understanding what's going on, just answering questions without anything really, really registering in his mm-hmm. brain. And I think this is the moment that really um, like solidified what happened. Yeah, that's true. And so he could start processing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Although I don't know if it. I was... I don't know if I was in his position, I would be watching the body cam footage. Yeah, well, it was interesting because we don't actually see the, like, I mean, we, okay, how do I put this correctly? We saw when he, like, actually shot the person, but we don't see it on the body cam, so, like, but, like, we see his reaction to it, which was still Mm -hmm. telling enough, I think, Um, but, yeah, so he insists on seeing the footage, um, she shows it, um, eventually comes down, like, to sit next to him, um, after Nolan watches it, he wonders if he, like, could have maybe talked, uh, Alex down, um, or, like, done in another way, because he looked scared, like, in Nolan's opinion, like, after he sees the footage, um, but Anderson reminds him that, like, that's not what she saw, and she thought that he did exactly what he was trained to do, um 
which I thought that was like an important line because I feel like Nolan like he took the academy not that the other rookies didn't take the academy seriously but just like since it was a whole new experience for him I feel like he really like took you know like uh what's the word I'm looking for like committed it to memory like his time in the academy so he like really knows his training so I feel like that like reminder was like oh right I did what I like was supposed to do um so I liked that she said that to him I also think um it's important to remember like I don't know like they could train all they want like you could study all you want you could learn techniques all you want but like when it comes to real life it's not going to be the same as what you learned in a book or in the academy so I feel like he was having a lot of guilt with that and that's what like kind of made him think like oh maybe I did something wrong like maybe I could have done something better but honestly he did the only thing he could do to save his life right right yeah no that's true um I wish it would have like ended on not that that was like a good note but just like a slightly hopeful note but no um so we had to tell him that uh the suspect's brother uh Kyle gave an interview that said Nolan had like killed his brother in cold blood even though they all know that's not what happened um she reassured him that the department has his back like 100 percent, which I mean was like good but then it's like oh Nolan has to leave with the knowledge that like someone's very very angry at him for something that like he didn't you know like that wasn't his intention to like actually yeah he didn't like intentionally kill his brother although I don't think he thought what happened at the end of the episode was coming (laughs) right that's true yeah I yeah but um it was earlier in the episode that Captain Anderson meets with uh Jackson's dad Commander West to like discuss the shooting um but she I just enjoyed like how I don't know I liked this little piece because it felt like kind of not routine for her because obviously Nolan was the first under her command to like take a life on duty um but just like I enjoyed the little like her running down the situation for uh Commander West and like that you know she admires what Nolan's trying to do um when he asked if you know John was close um or, you know, that John was close with Jackson. Um, She had said that Officer Nolan's close with both his rookies. Um, And I also thought it was interesting that, like, Commander West read Zoe's file and, like, knows that she, too, like, took a life while she was on, like, in the field. Um, So she, like, knows what Nolan's going through. But I just, I don't know. I kind of wish we would have gotten a little bit more on like that experience for her or like I don't know just learned a little like just a little bit more about like Zoe's background yeah I feel like I would have liked uh like a flashback Mm -hmm. during that scene just to maybe like see it play out like how it played out yeah but yeah this interaction Commander West I feel like every time he comes around (laughs) I could I don't know if I should trust him or not uh-huh. I'm like, is he being nice or is he right. trying to be like a little bit of snake? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he was trying to size her up when he was like, I read your file. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, what are your real intentions here? Like, are you trying right. to be supportive or right. are you trying, like, I feel like also like he was trying to see if maybe she had like a bias towards like huh. uh-huh. making sure that no one um, looked good in every aspect because she went through the same thing or yeah. if like she was really um, making her judgment based off the facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we also talk about the fact that Commander West has a bad habit of um, trying to get Jackson, like, where he should, like, when he, like, this reading her files to make sure he's going to the right station, and then um, I think it was later in the se- this season when we find out um, he was trying to get Jackson paired up with Tim, like, he was trying to, like, control, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, every little piece of Jackson's like rookie experience instead of just letting him grow into the cop that he's meant to be without his influence right yeah yeah definitely there's a lot yeah and obviously Commander West it's not the last we see of him I believe it was like the first time we saw him though I think yeah I think this was like the first time we we were introduced to him and then I think that particular moment that I was talking about with um, when he was talking to Sergeant Gray about like him being with Tim as a TO was in the episode I covered with Jen for mm-hmm. Talia's uh, week because he came around for that because she was also involved in um, some shaky business off the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and then the last little bit I wanted to cover for uh, Zoe was that she was also involved with, like, Tim's whole situation with Isabel, which I know, Nikki, you'll get into in a minute. Um, but I just enjoyed, well, okay, I guess I shouldn't say enjoyed, but, like, no, <laughs> I will, because I did, because she did not even It was, okay? It was very, It was very just, good. like, she was standing there, and she was just, like, if you barge into my office without knocking again, like, I will put you on admin duty unpaid like is that understood like she was like full-on yelling at Tim and he like I mean he acknowledged it but just like she's just she's just a badass like I miss Captain Anderson and like moments like that because like I mean yeah Tim was out of line I mean given the situation (laughs) obviously like then Zoe can like sympathize and is like you know I'm sorry you know and Tim was like to Isabel that you know that you know Zoe might have known or that everyone else knew is like gone so she's like I'm sorry but also don't you know like be an asshole and like barge into my office which I really I uh, really love that moment too because like even she knows how to take command of the room without mm-hmm. even being like loud or aggressive or anything right. like that like, it was just perfection when she delivered that line. Yeah, that was so good, and obviously, I will not do it justice as Mercedes did, but yeah, it was just so, it was so good. I just, like, I mean, because Gray does such a good job as, like, sergeant, or, you know, like, the watch, like, you know, watch commander for, like, their uh, district, but just, like, yeah, I just miss moments like that with Anderson, and, like, just taking control of situations. Because yeah, I don't think we've seen Sergeant Gray really be rough and tough with Tim 
No, I don't think so. I feel like there he sympathizes with Tim a lot, or at least shows empathy and like understanding, especially when it came to Isabel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of Isabel Bradford, yes, a big part of this episode focused on her case. Um, so let's start out with a little recap on her um, case because it starts out in one seven. And it continues until 1-9 when it really finishes out. But in 1-7, if you guys don't remember, Isabel gets arrested for possession with the intent to sell. This obviously brings out a side of Tim that we've only gotten slight glimpses of when we first were introduced to Isabel. So obviously Tim finds out immediately from Gray. And you can tell he's kind of stuck between being like really worried and like in a state of belief, like he can't believe she's somehow fallen even lower than she already was. Mm-hmm. and then we find out that she during the meeting she had with Wesley that she was caught with four grams of heroin and that she's looking at one to three years in lockup except Isabel hid a kilo in her apartment which was found during a raid and is now facing 10 to 20 years instead so she's got a big big problem <laughs> yes and obviously how can we forget that that particular um part in that episode really brought one of the very first iconic speeches between Chenford um because Tim does go there after Mm -hmm. Isabel begs him um to go get the kilo out of the apartment but unbeknownst to him Lucy follows and as he's walking out of the apartment she kind of confronts him and she tells him like it won't change her but it will change you and of course Tim just turned around and walked away Yep. got in his car and left and then as we all know that tim never never took it which we find out um for when everything starts out in one eight mm-hmm. yeah so that was an issue for <laughs> yeah so let's start at the beginning shall we uh so tim is talking to is oh my god if i can talk guys <laughs> <laughs> clearly i haven't had enough coffee today um tim is talking to is- angela jeez <laughs> Angela and Talia when he's distracted by an orange jumpsuit clad Isabel coming into the station he's wondering what she's doing there and then he finds out that she made a deal to be a CI Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim's not very happy about it he knows there's like a very big chance that it's going to get her killed because she's a former cop and there's a lot of they don't last long in jail basically right and even if she can bring him information it's really not going to protect her in the long run so unknown to Tim at the time, Isabel agrees to make a drop with her, I guess they called her, called him her boyfriend, but it's yeah. unclear if it was really her boyfriend, but um, the dealer for mm-hmm. the boyfriend. And then with some help from the detective, Carson gets busted, therefore solidifying the plan to make her be the one to go kind of meet up with him to get mm-hmm. the heroin. Mm-hmm. And um, Isabel makes it clear to Talia that she's not ready, but she can't go to jail because she knows she won't survive. Yeah. Obviously, Talia goes to Tim, like, immediately (laughs) to tell him what's going on. And at first, she's like, well, I'm not really supposed to tell you anything. But Tim's like, then don't. And then she does anyways. So um, he tells her, or she tells him that, is what's happening with Isabel that she's going to be wearing a wire during the meetup with Carson's dealer 
and um obviously he's he's like losing it at this point like any type of like shred of in, um patience he's had is starting to wither down right um and then that's to bring back um us to the scene with zoe tim loses his shit basically <laughs> he barges in, into anderson's office and I seriously love this moment because as soon as he did that, I just knew he was going to get to rip, like ripped to shreds by her. He has a lot of pull as a vet officer, but not that much. It's nice to think that he uh, can get away with this stuff, though. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, like, and the I'm- scene before that, like, when he was talking to Talia, when I was doing the rewatch, I posted it on Twitter. But, like, I noticed that, like, Lucy was, like, looking over in their direction. Like, you could see it in the very, very, very like, left-hand corner um, of certain camera shots that, like, because she had looked up when Jackson was going to leave, and, like, because Angela was, like, okay, let's go. Like, you know, we don't need to be here. And then Lucy, being a concerned rookie that she should be. Checking up on Girlfriend. Him. You know, cough, cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like she spent a lot of this episode, I mean, besides worrying about Nolan, really trying to make it clear to Tim that he did the right thing right like by not taking the drugs like I don't think I don't know if it came across it like it really got to Tim at that point because he was just not in the right mind of you yeah, know he was right mind for it because he was like oh no she got you know she was in a situation because she got taken advantage of it's like come on Tim give her a little more credit like she's you know smarter than that but then again, you know, it's like just the whole situation is just such a terrible thing. Yeah. Yeah. For all involved, really. So obviously after he uh, yells at Zoe and Zoe basically shuts him down and um, shows empathy towards him, like I, that she understands what's going on. And like the only thing she can really do for him at this point is to put him on rescue. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, he leaves the room with his tail tucked behind his legs, apologizes, knows that he shouldn't have done that, but he kind of, he didn't get his way from it, but he sort of did because he's still going to be there to try Mm -hmm. to protect her, even if he couldn't completely stop the deal from happening. So then the next thing, was there anything more heartbreaking than watching Tim watch that video of him and Isabel when they were so in love and happy? Like, I felt so bad for him. Like, yeah. If I could have wrapped my arms around him and gave him the biggest hug I could muster, I would have. Yeah, because, like, we saw, I think that was the only, I know I would mentioned it in a previous podcast episode, that, like, that was one of the only moments that we saw where they were, like, there was, like, evidence that they were happy and, like, that they were actually, like, a normal couple, like, before her addiction took over both their lives kind of but yeah mm-hmm. no it was a cute moment they were cute they were cute for they know, were they were and they normal they definitely delivered the angst that we needed mm-hmm. in season one yep. for tim yep, um and so then we bring we bring miss angela in she interrupts his sad boy moment <laughs> with some kind words and french fries what doesn't french fries solve Yes, I would be true. very happy if someone brought me French fries. So true. We all need an Angela Lopez in our lives. Period. 
So of course she tells them like, you know, you'd be there if the situations were reversed to which he replies, you'd actually have to be in a relationship for the situations to be reversed. <laughs> and Angela delivers the iconic comeback. What are you, my mother? God, and it's so funny rewatching um, because it's made me catch so much more of their friendship um, that I hadn't before then. Mm-hmm. Like I, for me, for me, like maybe it was season three that really made me like narrow in on it more now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I love catching them all now and uh, storing it in my friendship. Cause like before this, like rewatch, I think, and before season three, I think the moment that stands out the most for me in their friendship is in season two when Lucy gets kidnapped, when they're standing out um, outside of their roll call room and, you know, he's, Tim's blaming himself for it. And Angela's like, it's not your fault. Yeah. And Charlie, like, really trying to reach him. Yeah. But also, can we talk about that foreshadowing? Please. I was just going to say that. that's what I had in my notes. I was like, this is what we call foreshadowing. This is why it's such a good show. Wesley Evers is coming for her heart real soon, Tim. Don't you worry for our girl. She no. wasn't meant to be a spinster sister. <laughs> no. And just like, oh, God. Because, like, if it's not Tim and Wesley, like, side by side, trying to get her back in 401, then, like, what are we doing? What? what's the point yeah like because I mean it it, like it is like the roles are going to be reversed (laughs) in a way yeah and it's like yeah I can't imagine like any like two like aside from Jackson obviously because he's gonna be in the dire situation too um but like Wesley and Tim being like the two like important men in Angela's life like feeling yeah because they're not worried they're not gonna let wesley just go off on his own and try to do something so i feel like tim's gonna be like volunteered to be the one to go with him if that's the case yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i just oh yeah the foreshadowing i can't (laughs) it was almost there Mm -hmm. um okay so then we hop back over to isabel who's inside the motel and she makes the deal and is about to walk out with the heron, but she decides that's not good enough, which we all know is going to go very sideways. Right. Um, she's clearly not thinking um, at all when she does this, but we all, yeah, it was just not her brightest moment. <laughs> that's all I can no. say. And dealer is like immediately suspicious because he's like, well, your boyfriend would never do this. He always said, like, it wouldn't sell, like, more than the one kilo would never sell. Right, yeah, Vance was always like, no, Carson doesn't do that, or he doesn't, you know, but Isabel wanted to end it so bad, which I can understand, but, yeah, still not her best. Not and in that moment, you, no, um, and then that's when things go very south, and it's, you know, in the episode, it flashes back between her in the motel room, and then Tim on the outside talking to, um, you know, Wolf and Talia and the detectives, and Tim wants to go in, but he's getting orders from Wolf to stand down, and he's like, but it's going really bad, and that's when the signal's lost, and then they, now they know it's imperative that they move in. Mm-hmm. Um, so they find the motel room empty, except for some blood in the wire that was on Isabel, and now Tim freaking flies off the handle, picks up the wire, 
and literally whips it straight at Detective Wolf, yelling, like, this is all your fault. Right. Like, this is the reason why she's in trouble. And if she's, like, dead, like, this is on your conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, that's where we're left off because it's the winter finale. And like we said earlier, the rookie right. loves a good cliffhanger. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. Um, the same but, happening with John's situation, too. So, But we find out in 1-8 that, you know, they shot her, left her in a dumpster. She's found mm-hmm. in that, um, gratefully, that she's alive. Yeah. But there's so much to unpack, like, in those three episodes for, like, Tim and Isabel. It just, like, really, like, showed, there's just, like, this whole, like, crescendo, and then it just, like, this one explosive moment happened, and then it's, like, they have to, like, kind of find their way back to some kind of, not even normal, because they're still, like, their marriage is, like, fractured, their relationship is strained still, and yeah but there's no going back yeah yeah I think um if I remember correctly in 1-8 she does she's in the hospital and Tim visits her and he she's like yeah I think I've officially hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. like this is it and I think the next time we see her she's actually she's in rehab right yeah I think so yeah when Tim and her um she and Tim finally decide like yeah our marriage is over like it's best Mm -hmm. that we go our separate ways and uh poor Tim yeah I mean poor Isabel like to have just to go through that too is rough Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah Tim was super stressed this episode yeah like you said they brought like they that couple brought the angst which was interesting to see oh and then we have the Nolan of it all um obviously the officer involved shooting was um with John and as I had said earlier they respond to a burglary call um Nolan's like giving chase to one of the suspects he runs into like he ducks out of the like convenience store runs across like down the street um ducks into a house holds the dad hostage for a second before running uh upstairs the suspect pulled his gun out on nolan and nolan fired his weapon like killing him instantly um they're like they do that i feel like this might have been the first time they did kind of that like heartbeatish like sound or like the you know you could really like focus in on like what nolan was thinking or seeing doing saying all of that um which I like that they did that um because the whole episode like kind of had him like off balance if that makes sense yeah Um, definitely yeah and so once like the guy's down um Talia finds him um no one was like what should I do Talia's like nothing you're the suspect um the next question he gets asked is from Gray. Said, how many shots from which direction? Like, that's the only question that he's allowed to ask. Um, Nolan answered one and then points in the direction of the, uh, like, doorway. Um, said that way. Um, the next time, like, when they're back at the station anyway, um, Gray tells Nolan that they're going to meet with his lawyer, put together a statement. 
his union rep is on the way and then there's the um interview with internal affairs which you know is jackson's dad um i also thought it was interesting nikki i don't know if you caught it but like it was interesting how lucy looked to nolan from across the room as she and tim were walking by but then kind of like looks forward like back at tim almost like she knew that he like could have seen something in like mm-hmm, their interaction mm-hmm. it was very very quick though like very very quick but i feel like um tim has to know like there's no way that everyone well not everyone else but like talia caught on and that tim didn't like yeah. there's no way i feel like he knows i feel like later on maybe in the show we'll get a, a nod to that where he, he right. kind of when they start um really kind of developing their relationship where maybe if like should they be more than friends if they you know mm-hmm. that type of time where it's like where Lucy might talk about her the worries that she has about being like branded even though she's a cop at this point like she's not a rookie anymore yeah. and then and Tim maybe bringing it up yeah just to like clear the air but he has to know there's like no freaking way he does it I know oh man that would be a question if someone wants to ask Eric that in a cameo <laughs> like does he think do that it knows? <laughs> that would be and, and no. what is Tim Tim's actual true reaction to that uh yeah I oh my god yeah because I just <laughs> yeah well because like Lucy helped him with his personal life you know like the whole you know like Rachel thing and like everything so I feel like yeah he has to know he just has to there's no way he doesn't yeah but anyway um because we'll get into the (laughs) that later (laughs) too um yeah but like for like during the interview anyway like they interview Jackson and Lucy and um Jackson you know was talking like no one's always the one to help out others like even at the academy even if it meant he would like fail the exam that they were studying for if you know he could help out one of his fellow officers then he was going to do it um <laughs> Lucy got kind of hit with like the personal side of questions for Nolan and she was like I think he has allergies it's like yes Lucy I feel it you to show all of the cards in your hand that you guys were a thing please I don't know if I was Lucy in that that position. I mean, if I was Nolan, I would have been shit and bricks. But if <laughs> Lucy getting that, like, can you imagine being interviewed by Commander West? Like, no. I would probably just like fade away. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> just, just end me now. Yeah. Um, but I, if I was Lucy, I would have been sweating. I think they did like the little. Did they do the heartbeat thing with her? Or I feel like they did something similar with like the, maybe the breathing. Yeah. Where it's like oh like her nerves getting to her like oh my god they know yeah oh my god they know I want to be like she kept a really good poker face right oh my gosh yeah no she did totally um and just like she didn't mention well when directly asked if if no one was going through anything in his personal life she didn't say that he was even though like they were a thing which I mean technically they weren't going through like it wasn't a thing that either of them were going through anymore you know because like they had broken up already they'd been broken up for a couple episodes um so really he wasn't like 
directly lying in that question. Um, but I can understand her, like, oh my gosh, I didn't tell them, you know, I should have told them kind of thing. But yeah, but if she had said like, oh, he's going through a breakup, they would have been like, with who? And then she would have been screwed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, they kind of like jump around in this like kind of montage for like the interview. And then uh, Cameron next comes yeah. up. Talia can't like tell the, well, we find out later that's um, Alex's brother, Kyle, can't tell the other uh, suspect about like the fact that his brother is like deceased. Um, so he keeps asking, like, is he dead? Is he dead? He's dead. Like, but she can't tell him anything. Um, so we would think that that would, you know, like, be the last. Uh, we see of him. Yeah, but we'd be wrong. It's uh, always a Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Um, and Gray tells Nolan that he needs to make a phone call to his family he like I like that Gray wrote down what Nolan was supposed to say um I still want to know who voiced Sarah on the phone because like obviously it wasn't Emily Deschanel who ends up I thought the same exact thing when watching the episode I was like that is not Emily's voice (laughs) yeah no it's not I wondered if it was like Sarah Rue who played um Nell the dispatcher but I couldn't I couldn't quite place her voice. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't tell for sure if it was, if it was her or not. But anyway, um, Nolan told Sarah that like they're gonna see some things on the news. Um, he's fine, but he did like kill someone, and it was like such a. You could hear like the heartbeat again of Nolan getting all like nervous I mean I'm sure that had to be like nerve-wracking to be like oh shit I have to like call someone important to me and be like I have done this thing that you know like he can't undo it um and he doesn't really know what's gonna gonna find out yeah yeah exactly um yeah so I just he says he says he's fine a lot throughout this episode but my dude you are not (laughs) Right, obviously he is not fine. Um, as we see in this next little like interview montage with Nolan, because um, we first see his union rep, he talks to Nolan about like the penalties and whatnot. Um, I again, I hesitate to say enjoy, but I, I, I did. I enjoyed that Nolan's character was so opposite of how he usually is, because usually he's so attentive. Usually he's so like. Uh, like, an active participant in every, like, situation he's involved in, and this thing, he's only, like, half listening, he asks the union mm-hmm. rep, he's, like, who are you, like, and just very, like, blank face, like, no, you know, like, monotonous tone in his voice, um, and he was, like, I'm your union rep, and then he kind of, you know, like, repeats what he said, then we cut over to Nolan's lawyer, who tells him not to express guilt, um, and John tells her, he's like, but I feel terrible. And, he's, and she's like, well, don't, you know, like, guilt means that you did something wrong, which, you know, he did, I mean, he did how do you not the situation. I just, how do you not feel bad in that situation? Like, how do you not express guilt? Right, I don't know. 
like that's like insane to me that they're like oh you can't express guilt but like I feel like you should show remorse in it even if it was to save your own life and it was you know in self-defense yeah like no matter what you did take someone's life like it's not an easy choice right I don't know I would definitely be feeling really really bad and guilty and I think they did a really good job when like doing this montage of making you feel the same way John did where you felt like the anxiety you felt the guilt you felt like the you know the ringing in your ears and like just not being able to focus I don't know I just felt like I was in his position Mm -hmm. even though I was just you know sitting on my couch Mm -hmm. yeah because they did like even the camera angles like they had kind of that like uh like where they're staring like directly at you. lens yeah and different like kind of distorted his face a little bit um making it kind of you know like really really up close um we got a lot of up close shots on john um yeah like you said just like really you could really just like feel everything that he was feeling um good and bad so then we see commander west i always forget that his first name is percy I like. I always forget his his name. <laughs> I always forget his name. I just say Jackson's dad or um, Papa West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael Beach's character, anyway, um, is there. And the first thing that John says, he's like, "You're Jackson's dad," and he's like, "Yes." And he was like, "We met at graduation," and he was like. Yes, we did. But right now I'm head of internal affairs, you know, like conducting this interview. Like this is, you know, no one has to be like, you know, he's got to get his head back in the game here. Like he cannot afford to be like unfocused and like, you know, almost like disoriented in a way. That's kind of how I thought he was. Um, I also thought it was unique that they Nolan said no when Jackson's dad asked if he understood his rights and so he reiterated that only civilians have the right to remain silent if Nolan were to not answer his questions he'd no longer be a cop um so obviously Nolan has to tell the truth which I feel like kind of not worked in his favor but like in 301 you know like when he had to deal with like internal affairs like he's Mm -hmm. definitely more prepared and more like sure of himself so I feel like in a way this kind of prepped him yeah prepared him like ah shit here we go again yeah 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 um hello darkness my old friend (laughs) yeah for Sean yeah that would be it um and Jackson's dad had asked him if he attempted to use any less than lethal weapons like taser pepper spray etc um John didn't he originally he was like I don't know I didn't have time he was like well which one is it did you not know did you not have time he didn't have time is what he settled on um yeah and then just they did a great job especially in that like moment because like Commander West is like kind of the you know like end all be all of like this interview process for Nolan um they did just a good job of making Nolan like question everything that he's saying or being asked. So yeah, very, very 
good job too like all the production people that make that scene happen because it was very good it really was they're always so good who are we kidding (laughs) this is true they really are they really are um I liked how Gray was the one to like take Nolan back to his guest house um it kind of obviously down the line in like 116 when like Captain Anderson took Nolan back um to his house it like kind of reminded me of that scene um yeah I mean season one really he had like a lot of moments with his like superior uh officers which was interesting um and Gray asked Nolan oh yeah sorry go ahead no I was gonna say like I feel like I loved this moment so much because Mm -hmm. um like you could see how much growth there had already been between gray and nolan from the beginning when Nolan or when gray was like hey you're not gonna freaking make it here like right exactly you're wasting all of our time and yet he's the one that believes in nolan like so much now (laughs) right yeah no exactly and like because um gray was the one that asked nolan why he chose him to be his companion officer Nolan was like, the rest of them would have told me I did the right thing, whether I did or not. He knew if he asked Gray that Gray would tell him the truth, um, which then uh, Gray posed the question, so why haven't you asked me? And Nolan was like, I don't think I'm ready to hear the answer. And Gray surprisingly said that he would have done exactly what Nolan did. Like, I wasn't expecting that. I mean, I was expecting some, like, semi-reassuring answer, but, like, not a... I would have done exactly what you did. Especially since um, we know from this episode that he has never taken somebody's life mm-hmm. on the job. That's true. And yeah. do we know how long he's been a cop for? Oh, 20 God. I think he, he talked about it with Percy West at some yeah. point during the show, but I, I want to say like over 20 years. But yeah, I was going to say at least two decades, if not more so that's a really long time and and talia who was a cop i think for eight years at this point mm-hmm. um had never taken a life yeah so it's interesting that it would happen to nolan let's just say yeah <laughs> like it really would if it was gonna happen to a rookie it was gonna happen to nolan yeah yeah definitely and then the last thing well until we get to the very, very end of our, like, side plot that we'll talk about. (laughs) Um, For Nolan, anyway, um, we see him, he's back at his house, Um, he gets hit in the head with a baseball bat by an intruder that we come to find out is uh, Kyle, Alex's brother. He's ready to kill Nolan for, you know, he thinks killed his brother, Um, when Lucy's going to make her way out to see like what all the commotion is about and then the episode ends with a gunshot going off to be continued flashes across the screen so that's where we left off with them which is i don't know yeah no there's a lot we'll get we'll get more (laughs) i'm just i'm just sitting i'm just sitting here thinking about yeah lucy Lucy, why are you there, Lucy? Right. I, Why'd you do this to me, Lucy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's quite the, quite the time. 
I'm sure we could dedicate a whole entire episode to like the arc of that. I can't even say relationship because it really it like was a fling, a very long lasting fling. But anyway, um, <laughs> we digress a little bit. Um, for Talia, anyway, for like her thing, um, she and John are having a conversation like as like before the robbery is happening um john asked if she's gonna miss all this when she's a big fancy detective she's like no and he's like what about me even less <laughs> like i love talia like, she's so sassy it's so great i just live for the fact that both talia and nyla just constantly roast him right and just like don't it brightens my day up so much (laughs) yeah and just oh god it's just great like I yeah moments like those like they make me miss Talia but then also yeah like you said remind me that like Nyla's just about as sassy so and the worst part about it is Nolan just keeps trying he keeps going for it and every time (laughs) they just shoot him down yep every time it's his never-ending optimism um Gray was the one that suggested that she go meet up with detectives who are working on a drug op, which we found out was Isabel's case. Um, I just thought it was interesting that, like, they, like, Talia and Isabel had that little moment before the detectives came in where she was like, I know, this is weird. She was at their wedding. Like, can we have more wedding? (laughs) I want, like, more wedding backstory of, like, Tim and Isabel's, like, wedding and what better place for that to come up like Tim's feelings about weddings than whenever the heck Lopez has their wedding so like that was like a missed opportunity in season three yeah I need it to happen like I wonder if they had like did they have a big wedding did they have like a small like only you know an intimate wedding like I yeah I really want to know yeah I want to know I really do um and Talia tells her one last time, obviously before she goes into the motel and everything, that they could still call it off, but Isabel being Isabel, which I feel like her and Tim are similar in the way that they're both stubborn. They won't won't back down. So, yeah, she's going in, doing the whole thing. It obviously did not end well, but, I mean, she really did. She, you know, she wanted to end it, and I, I mean, I can respect that, wanting to get this huge horrible weight lifted off of her shoulders so yeah it worked out in the end it worked out and that's all that matters <laughs> mm-hmm. so true because i don't know like imagine they had killed her off oh my god Poor, oh like my god i don't even know if tim would be the same character he was today if they had done that no no like I feel like if that had happened, they would have definitely had to, like, make him spiral uh, in season one. Uh-huh. But yeah. because they didn't. Yeah. Well, and then, like, Zoe's, like, storyline came up relatively soon, like, in the back half of the season, you know? So then it, like, wasn't. No, we had Nolan spiraling out a little bit from that. So I think it kind of, I don't know if it would have worked. Mm-hmm. to have Tim. Of course, Isabel's like mentioned down the line in season one, so maybe that's how they kind of worked it in, of like 
they keep like poking at that wound for Tim <laughs> of her like that poor guy hopefully in season four we find out what the hell happened with him and Rachel please because that's the only relationship we don't have closure on right now please um I mean besides what uh you know Wesley and Angela but they're together right but we got you know we got the closure and the answer for Lucy and Emmett we got it for Sterling and Jackson although mm-hmm. that's that ship I think will always I really love them I'm very sad that no, it I'm away. so bitter I'm so <laughs> bitter <laughs> The thing's Australian accent, like hearing him talk in his actual accent, couldn't even like salvage that for me. I was like, "Why did they do this? I liked them together. This was so not okay with me." I know. And Jackson, when he was like, "Why are you doing that to your voice?" It was like, it was so good, but at the same time, like they just love to hurt me. (laughs) So good, so bad at the same time. But yeah we need to know what happened with Rachel like are they still together they can't be together with Tim looking at Lucy like that and asking her to save it you know the Uh, dance especially can we please we didn't mention that that was Eric's idea too oh my god (laughs) sir (laughs) god bless him (laughs) like that's all I can say like I can't that was his Tim Bradford he thought it would so be well. fun. I cannot deal with him. Yeah, fun to watch us all lose our freaking minds. Yeah. No wonder why he was doing what he did when um it wasn't was it for, it wasn't for the dance when the episode where we saw where Lucy clowned him and like oh. remember him and him and uh Melissa went back and forth with like who's the captain? Uh-huh. <laughs> no wonder why. He just loves riling us up. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah no that was yeah I don't know an A plus choice Eric Winter an A plus choice <laughs> so good so good like I want to know now like in the scene in this um in the season also in the season three finale when Tim pulls Lucy over was her touching his arm in the script his arms wait remember when he yeah when she was like flirting with him i'm gonna have to find the oh, gift yeah, there yeah, are yeah, gifts yeah. in the yeah yeah no in the when, when, in the um car yeah yeah okay i thought you meant the in like at the wedding i was like she no, no 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 yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nothing, yeah. yeah i, I want to know yeah. melissa let us know yeah was that your choice or was that right <laughs> <laughs> just release all the scripts now so we can find out what was really in them I would for your choice you know like how wolf entertainment does that for one chicago mm-hmm. they do like script to screen i would enjoy that for the rookie yes it'd be so fun oh my god yes i would especially for well we know for see the the dance scene <laughs> what would happen but i would still like lose my mind over <laughs> yeah if that got released good. yeah so good but yeah. Well, speaking oh, of women, Angela, t- Jackson, oh, yeah, not, like such babies in season one. I just adore them. I know. And at this point, they were not even as close 
now as they are now so it's like it's so fun to watch how far they've also come Mm -hmm. in their friendship and stuff like that which I kind of get a little bit I'll get into um because obviously Jackson and Angela you know go to respond to their first call of the day and immediately Jackson you know is checking on Angela in regards to you know Talia getting the tap um for the detective role before her because as we all know that they both really wanted it um, to go for the same path type of thing. And Angela, of course, you know, responds by saying, you know, I'm fine. Talia is my friend. I'm happy for her. Like, I feel like Angela really does mean that she's happy for Talia, but there has to have been a part of her that was like so disappointed right? Um, that it wasn't being her because obviously it was just as much as her, you know, her dream as it was Talia's. And if I was in her position, I would definitely be a little sad because like you could still, um, you know, you could still be sad for, your, you know, disappointed for yourself, but still be happy for your friend. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's kind of where um, Angela was at this point. Um, and obviously in true Angela fashion, she's not going to show um, that to anyone. And certainly not Jackson, unfortunately, at this point in time. Right. Um, because they weren't partners for very long at this point, and um, their friendship, like I said, wasn't at the level it is now. Um, but however, the case they respond to does in fact cheer up Angela because <laughs> it's some Looney Tune lady who is riding like one of those mechanical um, was it like a horse, like yeah, the like kids the use, yeah, you put a <laughs> coin in or something to make it go, yeah. And she, when she gets off of it, a, a human <laughs> a foot falls out of her, like, jacket. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was with Jackson. And he was, like, looking ready to, like, throw up. I was ready to throw up. Oh. And they're pretty much like, um, where is this foot coming from? Like, who'd you murder? Mm-hmm. And it only turns out that um, her boyfriend's feet, I guess, were affected by gangrene. <laughs> right. Off. So she, or had to get like, like, <laughs> she just decides to take it like that's normal sure and she's and then when Jackson like bags it up and is like about to vomit <laughs> yeah. um she's like I have the other one at home it's fine oh <laughs> yeah but just like it um, was so cute because he was like I'm glad my discomfort is cheering you up I'm like oh <laughs> Jackson you poor little baby and uh, and so then, you know, Angela may have not opened up about her personal feelings more than I'm fine about the detective role. She does share um, about a shooting she was involved in to both Lucy uh, and Jackson. So uh, Angela tells them, like, she was only in her second year as a training officer when she had a boot who didn't properly search an inmate during a prison transfer. The inmate stole her rookie's gun, and Angela basically had to shoot him in order to save their lives. Um... I can't remember. Was it Lucy who asked um, what happened to the boot? Or one of them uh, asked yeah. mm-hmm. what happened to the boot. And, you know, basically, Angela um, says she has no idea because obviously the rookie was not a cop after that mm-hmm. anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So we kind of know that the rookie dropped out. And that really doesn't leave Jackson and Lucy um, feeling any better or less worried for Nolan. No. Um, unfortunately the plot was you know heavy on nolan this episode and zoe so they only really gave us like these two little tidbits for jackson and angela um this episode yeah but it was nice clearly 
Yeah. No, go ahead. It was, <laughs> was nice. Say, clearly. I mean, it was nice to see. I know Jennifer is very big on like wanting to know like background of like the TO's former rookies. So like, I feel like this was like, she's probably would be proud of this moment, like being in an episode because it gave us a little tiny glimpse of what, you know, they're the training officers who are more rookies were like so yeah and I feel like for all of them I think the person that we hear most about like old rookies or previous boots is like Tim (laughs) um he talked a lot about like previous boots but like that's probably because none of them left (laughs) right yeah (laughs) and he always kind of uses it to scare Lucy Mm mm-hmm or as a lesson so it's always fun yeah definitely to get like glimpses of everybody else mm-hmm. in their earlier years because yeah. we also yeah we don't have that much backstory on Angela Mm-mm. no so I still want to see like her family like mm-hmm. any of her brothers or anything like yeah that. you would think that with the wedding they yeah. were like shown up <laughs> yeah maybe why was her yeah, I don't know. Family gone. Yeah. Like, it was only Wesley's mom that we see. Mm-hmm. Nobody, like, from her side. Yeah. Maybe if we get it, well, okay, maybe. No, we have to get a do-over of this wedding. So, like, when we do, hopefully, Angela's family makes an appearance. I wonder now, with everything that has gone on, if Angela, because at first, you know, how Angela said when the venue got messed up, that, like, she's fine with a courthouse wedding like she just wants to be married I wonder if that's what's going to end up happening like they're just going to be like screw the big to do and let's just go down you know bring Tim bring your mom you know they'll probably have like Jackson Lucy and Nolan you know the little like the little squad there yeah but I don't know if it would be a big thing like we had maybe they'll get maybe we'll get a reception out of it yeah, I was gonna say, or like a little party, because then like tomorrow and Silas were so cute, like helping plan. <gasps> yes, everybody. I love so that. like. I love can they plan the party and then like have the Cardi B that <laughs> Tim was gonna show Wesley's <laughs> mom anyway? <laughs> that would be hilarious to me. I really hope we get to see more of Silas and um, Tamara in season four together because I love their little friendship. Yeah, I don't even so care cute. how it gets integrated. Like, just do it. <laughs> yeah, they're so cute cutest kids oh, oh. goodness <laughs> we got off on a little bit of a tangent like, can't help it like that's where that's where like I feel like that's where all fans minds are at though you know it's like what's gonna happen with Angela what's gonna happen with the wedding what's gonna happen with Jackson like da 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 I know we have such high hopes for season four it's going to be interesting to see if anybody's theories come true <laughs> or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, um, you want to know what this... even Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you're you're fine. Go ahead. No, no, no cuz I was thinking about like Silas, back to like Silas and like um I think it was the other day where people maybe it was during the re no. Maybe it was during the rookie rewatch. I can't remember, but there's a bunch of tweets about um like Nyla who who should she end up with so oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. I'm rooting for James I am and that would be like a good way to bring Silas back that would be yeah no definitely 
Yeah, I want to see, like, all those characters back. I want to see James back. I kind of want to see, like, I, no, you want to know who I want to see, though, is Nyla's daughter, Nyla. Mm-hmm. That's how I want to see back. Because she's so cute. I know. Yeah. And it would be fun to get um, her dad back on the show, Enver. Mm-hmm. He's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think he kind of disappeared for a little while because he went over to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, for their last season. Yeah, for gotcha. his last season, he um, came, like, re, re, um, reprised his role as uh, Daniel Sousa over there. Oh, okay. But gotcha, gotcha. I don't know. I can't remember the other guy's name, the one that she met for the dance class. Oh, um, Alonzo. I, think. I liked him too but I feel mm-hmm. like she has like a better connection with James yeah I mean Maybe. I'm just here for like Nyla having all the fun like she deserves all the love interests <laughs> yeah she deserves all the fun like, yeah really yeah for sure everybody deserves a little loving uh-huh yeah um I also just wonder like if for season four they're gonna have like Jackson's dad show up again which like will segue into what my little next point is but I hope so that would be interesting because like we have Michael mom or siblings or anything so yeah and Michael B just such a good actor like I just love even the characters I hate that he like of his I love watching them Mm -hmm. he's just so good he's so good (laughs) so so good so even if it would bring some uh, conflict or um, maybe some unwanted angst for Jackson, they should do it. Yeah, yeah, it would definitely be something to see. Maybe a family dinner, the ones that, you know, Jackson has been avoiding, <laughs> mm-hmm. where yeah. they all come together. Yeah, that would, yeah, that could definitely be something. I just, like, I don't know, because it's, like, in this episode, anyway, in the season one episode that we're talking about, like, they just, like, casually meet up on the stairs as, like, he's walking out of Anderson's office and Jackson's, like, walking up, and just, like, it's kind of funny, because it's, like, you kind of, like, obviously, Commander West is, like, mentioned as Jackson's dad before, but, like, then since we, like, see them, I kind of thought, like, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. Like, their interaction worked, because it was, like, still formal, but still a little bit informal. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know what you're saying. Like, not that they were, like, sometimes, like, at certain points, I thought maybe they would be, like, a little bit, um, like, estranged, because he, like, the pressure of, like, trying to follow in his dad's footsteps and stuff like that. But then at the same time, I don't know. I thought it would be a lot more, their conversation would have been a lot more formal, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, no, you know, his dad is, like, the commander, and yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, the book and just very, like, you know, talks about things in, like, general, vague terms. Just like he was, like, that's what I'm here to determine about, you know, Nolan shooting, if it was, like, a good one or not. Not that, you know, he, like, doesn't put any, like, feeling. He tries to remain so impartial and, like, so detached from like every situation I feel like whereas Jackson like is such a softy and like wants to be there and help out all his friends and like feel every you know everything so Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, he definitely doesn't shy away from his feelings, and he uh, makes it known to uh, his dad whether his dad likes it or not. That is true. Yeah. And speaking of that, like, family dinner that, like, <laughs> we said that they should have, <laughs> Jackson did ask his dad to dinner. Um, Percy had said that he was taking, um, like, his wife, like, Jackson's mom, out instead, um, and Jackson was like, you both can come, and she was, and he was like, I don't think she's ready for that, so, like, I didn't realize that they were alluding to the conversation that happened in 111 with Jackson, and, like, trying to make amends with his mom about, you know, choosing the job over, like, family, like, that didn't click for me until this rewatch, so that was a nice, not nice moment, but just, like, good little bit of, like, foreshadowing in there for Jackson. Poor Jackson. I know. Jackson. I know. He's yeah, been he's through a lot. Yeah. Nope. But that's also like a kind of um that I just thought about now. Not a parallel, but yeah, kind of with Lucy, how her family also feels like they're not happy about the job either that Lucy chose. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like, you know, when Lucy's had a lot of like that tension with her mom and her dad about it, like Jackson is always you know really there for her and like understands and is able to give her like really good advice because he's been there he knows how it feels um so it gives them an opportunity to really lean on each other yeah and, and obviously like, they always sense that like jackson's the one to like really be there for her in that mm-hmm. way which is why nothing can happen to him because i no. can't not have their friendship and like them being roommates is too be ruined yeah and i just no i i yeah i don't want to see like a montage of lucy coming home to an empty apartment and knowing that like going into like jackson's room or (laughs) yeah i refuse like i cannot just give us something behind the scenes please titus i don't even care if it's your hand next to the pod (laughs) like just give us something (laughs) yeah just like a wave it's just like a boomerang i'm sorry it's like Hi, I'm here. Oh, God. Yeah, we haven't gotten any... I'm waiting for, like, some, you know, the music behind the scene moments like we've gotten before, like them singing, mm. something. Yeah. <sighs> Titus, I miss you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I miss him and his TikToks. Exactly, exactly. Oh, God. I wonder why they're doing it. It's driving me crazy. Why they're not... Or why he's not updating <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, we've seen it before with other shows that, you know, they literally will, like, hide actors or be, like, don't post or don't do anything, so, I don't know. We've gotten spoiled with them, that's why. (laughs) It feels so much worse. Yeah, like, uh, Chicago PD with Kimberg, oh my god, Chicago PD and Chicago Fire, they don't not care. to go off on you know on a, yeah, literally don't they care. both had cliffhangers where people were supposed right. to you know are they gonna die or are they not and next thing you know you see them you know walking down the street in mm-hmm. Vegas <laughs> like, yeah the all the only one that they hid really well was obviously Jay Halstead when he got shot in uh-huh. season seven yeah and Jesse like didn't do anything he really ever. he really played that up yeah he really played that up had us all I mean we knew that he wasn't going anywhere but still the way he was doing those interviews right we're making a lot of us nervous 
Yeah. Well, see, this is why Jackson can't go anywhere either. It's like he is such an integral part of the rookie, and like his loss would like affect Lucy, would affect Tim, would affect Nolan, would affect Greg, would affect everybody. Every single like, character on the show. Yeah. This can't do Maybe it. that should also be somebody's next cameo. Ask Eric, where is Titus? <laughs> oh man yeah just tell us that he's alive jackson's still around please yeah those are the crumbs we're waiting for (laughs) yeah that's the one (laughs) okay it's the time (laughs) (sighs) lucy and nolan hooking up Yeah, because no one goes back to his house and Lucy. Lucy just has to be such a good friend. Yeah, I know she was trying to be nice and like try and cheer him up and like reassure him and stuff, but it's just like, damn, I knew. Buy him some ice cream. Yeah, I knew when she was like, come on, let's go talk. And then like gets in her, I'm like, no, 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 get out of her car. (laughs) This is not good. I don't like where this is going. I was I was very disappointed. Yeah. I was very disappointed. So yeah, in the words of Lucy Chen herself, this was a mistake. <laughs> this was a mistake. Yeah. That we had to suffer suffer through it again. <laughs> like once was enough. Once was enough. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Just remembering the fact that in the pilot we got the zoom in of the clothes off on the outside mm-hmm. lawn onto the porch into the house mm-hmm. and then you just see the back of Lucy's head and you're like no mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah that's the the anguish I felt <laughs> like literally the only time I like to be reminded of the ship is when people are live tweeting the pilot episode because I like mm-hmm. to see the absolute chaos of when people realize they were dating because I too was blindsided. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, I think, know. I think I talked about this last time, but I I wish I could find the tweet of the moment that I watched that scene. Cause I think I just yelled. <laughs> I just yelled. yelled. I was like, no, this is not the plot twist I wanted. Like yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, as always, you know, everybody, they always start watching for Chenford, not realizing there were other relationships brewing before we got the true crumbs. Yeah. Oh my God. Like yeah. nobody ever realizes. <laughs> no. Nobody. Until it's too late. Yeah. Well, cause like when my friend Kristen was first watching it, these first few episodes, I was like, oh yeah, I have to remind you that Tim's married and it's not to Lucy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to tell you that. I don't know. Listen, okay, Tim being <laughs> married did not hurt me as much as Lucy hooking up with <laughs> That is so true. Oh god. I cannot so explain why. I I don't know if you ever get like like this with ships, but I feel like sometimes in the like if one of them were to date outside of the ship until like I feel like I would Tim is the one that I'm okay with for some reason. Lucy, I'm like no, I hate this. Like, don't go near her. This is a mistake. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, get away yeah. from her. Get, what's yeah. that Demi Lovato tweet? Get a job. Stay oh, yeah. Stay away. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I can't. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I mean, Jennifer and I both, we both, like, like Rachel, liked Rachel. 
didn't mind their relationship. Like, yeah, I didn't mind them. I definitely wouldn't want them, obviously, to be Endgame, because that belongs to uh, Lucy and Tim. Mm-hmm. But for something as, like, a little distraction ship, they weren't um, terrible. I mean, Lucy and Emmett weren't terrible either, but... Mm-hmm. He was pretty to look at. <laughs> he was. He was. He's on that... Um, He left, obviously, the show to go to, over to the walker. Yeah. Um on the CW and he's pretty on that too if I don't know if anybody sometimes I catch episodes and he's just yeah I've he's doing his thing I know yeah I know of him on that show and like there's other actors that are on that show that I watch yeah mm-hmm. but yeah it wasn't terrible but still I'm like no right not you Lucy don't do this to me yeah. and then he broke up with her over text so I'm like see I I told you he should have stayed away yeah that's true and like Nolan being the one to break up with Lucy was like so not okay no Lucy should have been the one to break up with him especially after Tali you know the whole thing with her being branded and all that stuff like it should have clicked in her head at that moment to be like "Mm, she'll really end this now yeah yeah but oh well did we have any other notes on this episode I feel like I was just about to say something and it just completely flew out of my mind. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god, what was it? It was about Lucy. Oh well. That will come back to me hours later. <laughs> I'll tweet it. Tweet it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Yes, you guys can find us on Twitter at the shop talk pod underscore. Or you can email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts. And we're also individually on Twitter. Um, I'm at Carrie Hyman. Jennifer is at jstark804. And Nikki, your handle is? Halstead Sass. The L is actually a capital I, just so you guys can find me easier. Yes. And, of course, as always, our Tee Public store has rookie merch. Um, so, you know, check that out if you want some. We still got, you know, Wilpej, Tenford all the different characters, <laughs> like, all the stickers. I don't mean to, that. like, interrupt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I was just reading our outline for a second. <laughs> and now I know, like, with my username, some of you guys might not know this, but it's, it's, um, people tend to not know if it's Halstead, Halstead Sass or Halstead's Ass, but you guys completely forgot the S. Oh my god, I did. Oh, Jesus. So, it, it. so it just it. says house that ass. That was my bad. That's so my bad. I so know your handle. Oh my god. No. Oh no, god. that That's was terrible. just hilarious. <laughs> We're doing good. I'm so I'm so sorry. I interrupted what I said. It's fine. We're doing good. No, I mentioned the tea public store. I mentioned all of our Twitter handles. You guys should know them by now. Um, for all our controlled chaos is on there. Um, <laughs> and um, since next week is the holiday weekend, um, we won't be having a new episode, but we'll still be around on social media, um, tweeting out content as usual. So you guys can, you know, feel free to chat with us on there. Um, that is it for us this week. Nikki, thanks for coming on and guest hosting. Always. Yeah.
Um, I always have a blast. Yeah. No, I know. It's been so fun. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you guys. In, well, not see you, but <laughs> listen to us in a couple weeks. Um, yeah. So, bye, everyone. Bye. Go get them, boo.